0: and Hallmarkies. Welcome back to another episode of Deliver Me A Podcast, part of the Hallmarkies podcast. I am your host, Casey, and I am here with lots of people. You are, <laughs> you know, Cammies. Hello. Hello. And you know, Jess. Hey, Postables. And we have a wonderful guest with us. She's like the the, the godmother of the postables, and I think Candy could um, testify to that. I certainly we have, can. <laughs> we have the fabulous Mary Beth with us. Thank you for joining us tonight.
1: Hi everyone. Hi postables.
2: K- Casey, can I just tell her how, can I just tell the postables how she is my fairy godmother?
0: Yes, go ahead.
2: This is the woman who orchestrated for the Postables to send my daughter letters, not, not tweets, not emails, letters and cards for her to turn six in quarantine happily. <laughs> and she just, boom, she said, Cammy, I'm on it. And I'm going to get everybody going. And she got in touch with so many people and she bought my daughter a present and put it all together in this big padded envelope and it showed up on her birthday. (laughs) It it was perfect. So yes, Mary Beth is now my postable fairy godmother.
0: (laughs) Happy to do it. That's what postables do, right? That's what postables do. That's right. So sweet. And you have some of that um, footage or photos on Twitter, don't you, Cammie? Of your uh, probably, daughter. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah, seeing that nice, and going, yeah. oh, so sweet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I took sweet. a picture of all of the, I took a picture of the padded envelope with the, with all the cards. It was fabulous. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> so Mary Beth. Um, yes we usually like to ask our guests if they want to introduce ourselves if you have anything you'd like to share and how did you discover sign seal delivered
1: well actually i'm not i didn't watch it from the beginning um i watched it i started watching it on a marathon and i remember thinking i don't have to tape all of these they're just you know th- this is a series i can just tape a few so i watched the pilot and i watched one of the two hour shows that they used to show before they had a lot of movies, where they took two of the episodes and blended them together. Right. And by the time I got to the end of that, when I saw From Paris with Love is the last day, the last movie of the marathon, I knew what was going to happen. This was Oliver's (laughs) come to reckoning day. So I watched those three that day. And then I wished I had watched the rest. And like everybody else, you see flashbacks in these episodes and you know there's more. So then you start looking for it. So I um ordered the series and watched it before it was on Hallmark now, watched the whole thing. And then started Googling and found Alameda Downing and the blog. And then I was hooked. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I know with Alameda and Downing it's just you just rabbit hole into that yes. blog of sign seal delivered and right. just Chandel's Amazing brain of just connecting pieces and right. everything. So, um, yeah. And then you
1: start meeting the community of people who are mm-hmm. on that blog, fabulous, and commenting. And then it wasn't maybe about maybe five months afterwards that I joined Twitter because um, you start seeing the the word the scrolling and you think I want to make a comment. <laughs> so <laughs> then all of a sudden you're on Twitter. <laughs> so. Did when did you find the series? Then like- I was probably like uh, maybe 2015, maybe August or September, because I did okay. watch Truth Be Told and Impossible Dream live when they premiered. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So you have you have had to endure all the waiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't have to really because I, you know I didn't have to endure that wait after hope in a future with Oliver delivering that letter or mailing that letter. Yes. Yeah, oh, did yeah. She didn't
2: have to wait from the series to the, to the right.
3: second movie.
0: Right. Right. But from movie to movie after, um, yeah. After oh, that's excruciating. That, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a long haul. We postables have been very patient. Yes. Kept, uh, petitioning for more and, um, we have been successful and I hope we're going to be successful again.
0: <laughs> yes. We sure, we sure are rooting for that. That's why we're doing the podcast too. Cause we were like, we want more signed, deliver. delivered. <laughs> shaliver wedding.
2: Shaliver
1: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what all the people are saying who watched the marathon the other day, you know, the, like before mother's day, you know, almost everybody on Facebook and on Twitter are saying, wow, I've never seen these before. Mm-hmm. I want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Because the, yeah. the Facebook community of Postables has exploded since the marathon. Yes. So yeah. um, hopefully, with the marathon and our podcast, we can keep reaching more and more Postables. And Postables, they don't know they're Postables yet, but we're going to yeah. bring them in. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I got two new um, comments on my little article about Sign Seal Delivered. And I had um, I have two of them one about the um, to the altar, and then the other one, which is 25 Reasons Why You Should Watch Sign Seal Delivered. Oh, fabulous. Um, So yeah, I had two people just comment out of the blue and one lady was like, I was promised myself I wasn't going to watch this because just some other things. And then she did and it was like, ah, (laughs) so people, people want it. (sighs) So Mary Beth, you also, um, now are you the one that has, you originated the
1: traveling DVD? Is that you? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, Kristen one time wrote about her movie at home by myself with you. And so people got started getting the idea of watching it. So it was very difficult to get. And she sent a link to Canada Amazon and there were two copies left and it was pretty expensive for a DVD. So someone, so I did manage to get a copy. I don't know why, because a lot of other people could not get it from that source.
2: Hmm.
1: But somebody made the comment Well, why don't we just start sharing it. So that's how the idea of the traveling DVD got started. So we started it out. And then, you know, people would put a comment on Twitter and someone else would say traveling DVD. (laughs) I'd like to see that. So that's a great adding names to the list. But and we're passing a journal along, so Kristen can have a journal from everybody's comments as they see the movie, and I want to get that to her fairly soon, and then I'll start it around again if that's people want great. to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's super awesome, and I do have it in my position, and I'm going to watch it tomorrow oh, good. and have
1: it shipped off. <laughs> so and I'm it's the one that cute. sent it's it a-
2: to her. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: cute and clever movie. It's very very clever Kristen's great in it she, I mm-hmm. believe she won a Canadian award in comedy Leo, for the, a
2: Leo award a Leo, not
1: a Leo award it was a different award oh, okay mm-hmm. um and uh she did a great job so
0: yeah
1: and it's a very timely movie because we're, we're all stuck at home
3: oh, so we right. <laughs> can relate a little bit to that yeah yeah
0: Well, that just goes to show you how tight knit of a group, the postables in real life are. And I think it's so, I think the idea of the traveling DVD is super fun, especially um, for me, because I used to love the movie Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. So it's like (laughs) the DVD version of the pants that everybody like passes around and, you know, the pants, (laughs) something magical for each girl. Yes. So super fun for us. all righty so today's kind of going to be a fun little episode we don't have a movie that we are recapping today we are going to talk about our favorite moments from the series part the episodic series part of the canon um and when I was thinking about it at first they said let's just do our top 10 moments and Jess and Kami were like seriously, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> how can you pick just 10 um so I, I started thinking about it and I'm like yeah that is kind of hard like how can you rank different things it's kind of like apples and oranges and picking a favorite child yeah. so we have kind of like yearbook superlatives so best of um favorite laugh-out-loud moments, that sort of thing, and we have little categories that we are going to be discussing today, so I'm very excited. Um, and if you've listened to our podcast, you know that Cami, Jess, and I are very different like very (laughs) different in our tastes our personalities apparently their definition of flirting is different than mine (laughs) oh my gosh here we go (laughs) Jess is a non-romantic whereas Cammie and I lean way more romantic I mean we are the puddles on the mop (laughs) (laughs) that is the perfect you
1: guys (laughs) yep yep that was such a fun discussion though Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, that, that, that was one for the books. That's for sure. And even yes. on Twitter. I mean, that just, had legs. Yes. <laughs> we
2: were getting that flirting thing going, man.
0: <laughs> yes. And we even had, I think Brenna, I think she's SSD girl 24. She had a whole thing that she had written out and I was like, yes, you go girl. Keep writing that stuff. It was so fun <laughs> to see everybody's thoughts. I will say I know Eric maybe has responded and we're going to try our hardest to get him back on the podcast cuz he was on Hallmarkies pod um I think 2 years ago now
2: something like that yeah something like
0: that so we're going to try and get him back for deliver me a podcast but I want a straight answer this <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Kristen, straight answers
3: Kristen <laughs> gave us a straight answer so Kristen Eric gave us a gave us straight answer. Answer. <laughs>
0: Kristen about fell out of her chair when I asked her about the
3: flirting. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. That that was
2: classic. I remember that I said, I said to Eric, okay, as an actor, while I very much appreciate the creative answer, what's the straight answer? Was he flirting or not?
1: (laughs) He'll always give you the creative answer. He'll
2: always give you the creative answer. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. And that's a plug. If you haven't heard the interview with Eric, maybe or crystal Lowe from the Hallmark. He's podcast. Go back and listen to it. Um, super great. And of course, Kristen, we had last week. So, um, go back and rewatch that one and listen to it too. And we are going to try and get Jeff as well. <laughs> so, We're Jeff. Here. Yes.
1: <laughs> so he pops up on Facebook every once in a while. He
3: does. We can yeah. never expect it. And you're like, Oh, <laughs>
1: and he doesn't call any attention to himself. It's just oh, no. a short answer, and then someone notices who it is.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's kick it off by talking about our favorite laugh out loud moments. I think that's appropriate as we have been laughing quite a bit today. <laughs> quite a bit. So, um, Marybeth,
1: our guest of honor, what would you say your laugh out loud moment would be? I'll tell you what, I thought a lot about this, but I picked the brazenly manipulative scene. between Shane and Oliver and you know it's not hilarious laugh out loud like some people would consider but it's just such a perfect scene to show how the two of them are battling over how the DLO should be run but it's perfect because he calls her brazenly manipulative because she is ruining the fabric of his department and what will Rita and Norma think and, um, and then she comes back to him after she takes the mail from the general and says, I would rather have this in your hands, the person who believes that a person who mails a letter has faith it's going to get somewhere than put it in that red tape on his desk. So she you know, gives him back exactly what he needs to believe in her. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he says, you are persuasive and she says or brazenly manipulative (laughs) just very very clever very clever writing
2: i wrote that one down too (laughs) yeah i've got another one i've got a backup okay
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm glad you agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Very much.
0: I actually watched that scene today and I did laugh out loud. I, I do love the banter between the two of them, especially because they are so different. They're oil and water, especially at the beginning. So it's always fun to see the snark. It is. <laughs> so Jess, what would you say your laugh out loud moment would be?
3: I chose, so they're like two moments but they kind of go together. Um, so Norman, when he first has his field kit,
1: <laughs> and, oh, yes, yes, yes.
3: and then in later in dark and night when he comes in all like 007 with the sunglasses like i need my arnold palmer shaken, that's stirred. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so yeah or norman and his uh trying to be his little covert cia type postable <laughs> squad going on there <sighs>
0: Yeah, we've heard stories that Jeff is hysterical outside mm-hmm. of Norman too, so it just makes it even better. Tammy, <laughs> oh. oh. what about you? What's your laugh out loud moment?
2: Okay. I had a lot. <laughs> um, Pick one. Like I, like, I know. Like I said, the <laughs> brazenly manipulative was the first one that I wrote down. So, but I'm going to have to go with the way the guys react to Rita when she comes in all bombshell you know, and, and just the looks on their faces. Uh, and, and Oliver says, you have taken our breath away. and Norman literally goes, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I died. I died the first time I die every time. So yeah, yes. that, I'm,
3: I'm going to have to pick that one.
0: Yeah. I would say my laugh out loud moment <laughs> it makes me laugh. No I, I don't know why. Every time I see it, and I've seen it a hundred times, it's when Shane, Rita, and all uh Shane Rita and Norman decide they're gonna go spy on Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> and they see him hug this like bombshell of a lady and then it's super awkward the next day at breakfast. And <laughs> the best He's line I her. yes <laughs> <laughs> that's the line and i love crystal lowe's face because yeah. you see it just so quickly and she's just like she covers her mouth and she looks like a puppy like that i don't know got caught eating treats that wasn't supposed to like she's like oh <laughs> <laughs> so it
2: looks funny. like a little five-year-old
0: who ate the dessert first or
2: something
3: <laughs> like that <And> it just- <laughs>
0: And I love the, how Norman's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> so that would be my laugh out loud moment of the series. Oh, goodness. All right. Now that we've had our laughs, <laughs> let's have our cries. Now we're going to cry. <laughs> so the cry worthy moment. Who would can like I, to go I, can first? Can I go first? Can I go Yes, first? Cammy, let's go.
2: So no one takes mine. You're gonna <laughs> steal it, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I only have one for this. <laughs> oh, Sammy running into Buzz's arms at the graduation. Oh, <laughs> just cry and cry and cry buckets.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness that's the one I had uh I can loan you another one but... it's okay <laughs> you know I think that was the moment that that's the moment my husband walked in and I'm like sobbing on the couch and he's like what are you watching oh <laughs> and I think he I think he even just thinking like did another Mountie die because <laughs> I found the series right after season four. Five of When Calls the Heart, where Jack is dead. And so <laughs> I was sobbing. She needed
2: something to console her. <laughs> I know, I did,
0: I did, but it was a beautiful moment and it was a beautiful cry, so. There's,
2: There's just, there is no other moment like it in the entire series, there really isn't
1: well unless you go to the movies yeah the yeah, yeah no i'm talking yeah i'm talking <laughs> about the right. episodes
2: okay. yeah yes. oh like, the, the, movies, the movies are a whole nother category <laughs> <laughs> no i'm talking about the episodes yeah. there's yeah. there's no
1: other moment like it
0: mhm for sure true yeah mary beth would you like to go next
1: sure um, my cry out loud moment is or cry worthy moment is when oliver Agrees to say a few words to the sisters oh. in the edge of forever mm-hmm. when they're, um, putting their mother's ashes at the edge of forever and that scene where he is saying, um, the, uh, the spare about the sparrow the guy. The eye is on the sparrow. The guy's mm-hmm. eyes on the sparrow. I'll tell you that scene is absolutely fabulous because we, he's just, his heart has just been broken. Mm -hmm. by um, Shane revealing some news about his wife. He he doesn't want to face it. He's hurt. He's vulnerable. And kind of all through the walk up to this spot, they've been kind of trying to forgive one another. And just her saying, Oliver is a man of faith. He'll say something for you. Mm -hmm. And the words he chooses and her looking at him, she understands how she's hurt him. And we just see how hurt and vulnerable he is and how he's lost his hope and Eric Mabius was fabulous in that recitation. So that, that always gets me that scene.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Especially when um his his voice kind of breaks a little bit when he yeah. says when hope within me dies because he's just kind of lost hope about Holly mm-hmm. because of right. Shane's meddling and
1: <laughs> doing the things she does. There before she goes he goes on. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah. hmm Yeah, for sure. Your heart
1: goes out to him.
0: <laughs> what about you Jess?
3: Well first I renamed the category because I don't cry so <laughs> I, call it, I called it my emotional moment oh,
0: gosh.
3: <laughs> and I, I did um I put the, the same scene um from To Whom it Me Concern although specifically I put her speech um just the way she delivers it I thought was so profound and I got I got a little misty eyed wasn't quite crying but you know I got really close <laughs> so yeah and I think a lot of postals would agree on that scene for mm-hmm. sure is is one of the top biggest emotional moments from the series
0: yeah my cry worthy moment my second cry worthy moment since Cammy took my first one with I'm sorry. <laughs> Sammy and Buzz <laughs> um, it would be when Norman finds out that the lady with the stamp book had passed away and had passed on the the stamps to her It is such a short scene and, you know, Jeff is amazing with the comedy, but he's also amazing with the emotions too. And, Mm -hmm. um, it it caught me off guard as well. Like he kind of saw it coming, but because it was like the very end scene in that episode, it was just like so heartbreaking, especially dear, sweet Norman. Don't hurt Norman. Like don't break his heart (laughs) and his heart was broken. So that was my, my cry worthy moment.
2: Well, and he looked like such a little boy. Mm-hmm. It, it He was such a little boy and his mouth was actually turned down, but mm-hmm. it didn't look, it, it didn't look fake. It didn't mm-hmm. look like he was turning into a child. It looked like something Norman would actually do as a grown man, but mm-hmm. you have the mouth completely turned down and then you have him leaning over to mm-hmm. Oliver's shoulder It just Oh, it just breaks your heart. I totally know. breaks your heart.
1: And it, you know, it's our first sense, too, of their family unity as a group. Yeah. And, um, he knew yeah. enough, Oliver knew enough that he needed comfort. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure.
0: All right. Our next category is the best surprise. So, I mean, you could take this one however you want. It could be anything, but what was the best surprise for you guys? Um, Jess, would you like to start?
3: I took a little leeway on what surprise meant. I put the biggest surprise was artists when she came in. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, you don't know what to think of this grandmother and then she just comes in with all her bravado and like, it is I, it's just me, (laughs) your grandmother.
0: (laughs) Oh so, yes, and she goes I, straight to Oliver, and she's like uh, touching his face and pinching his cheeks <laughs>
3: and everything.
0: You're not Oliver.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not Norman, are you?
3: Yes. I don't think any of us expected artists to be to be that uh, exciting. Yes.
1: <laughs> eccentric. Yes,
3: eccentric. <laughs> With her uh, yak milk and
1: <laughs> birds of paradise flowers, her favorite yes. flowers.
0: <laughs> yes. So Cammy, what about you? Um, okay, so I I kind of took
2: this as, you know, huh? What you know that just something I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would you know I would definitely say the appearance of artists because I I grew up with the 1980s version of Annie, so I was very familiar with Carol Burnett, and I didn't see her name in the credits, but. I'm going to, but I'm going to go with another one. Um, and it's when Norman scales the rail. And when he, cli- when he climbs up the rail in the masterpiece to go fetch the painting, I was like, what the, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, he just, and he does it so matter-of-factly like it's something he does every other day. I'm like, well, only one way to find out. Like, he's climbing up. The equipment, okay, you know, <laughs> it just—it totally took me by surprise. I was what, okay?
0: And I think that's the scene that um, I think Kristen had referred to that Crystal like mm-hmm. lost her mind, yeah, probably <laughs> with laughing. Yeah, yeah. like climb up the um, the the conveyor belt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what yeah, uh huh. So funny. So Mary Beth, what about you? Biggest surprise or well, best surprise? I,
1: I took surprise as just something that happened that was a surprise in the, in the series. And so I guess I picked the Dark of Night Award. When, oh, when mm-hmm. Becky um, announces that they have not only won the local medal, but they've also won the Dark of Night Awards. And the look on Oliver's face <laughs> is just priceless because that's what he's wanted. Mm-hmm. and he's yeah. finally gotten it and um you know Shane ribs him and says now this is fun <laughs> that was kind of a nice moment yeah so that was a surprise uh,
0: yes I I love that scene and I'm gonna say more about that scene a little bit later <laughs> okay <laughs> so I I took surprise kind of the same way so my the best surprise for me was with um the pilot um with kelly being alive it's a good one um especially because okay you know i i'm a newer hallmarky person i've only watched the last you know few years and you know you kind of you you kind of see that you know that person's really not dead you see it coming the whole time but with this one and this is why i got hooked to sign seal delivered because the fact that in the last like few minutes of the movie she just comes rolling in on her bike and I'm like hold on a second I thought she was dead like everything pointed to her being like gone what is going on and I just I love that they just threw that in there because the whole time I thought nope Hallmark
1: did it again they <laughs> don't believe everything you read on the internet <laughs> that's right
3: <laughs> that's <a> good PSA <laughs>
1: so
0: that was my best surprise
1: that was a good one yeah
0: um, all righty. So the next category we have is the biggest cringe moment, the moment that you just want to like close your eyes and pretend it didn't happen, but you have to see it because oh! um, Mary
1: Beth, would you like to go first for this one? Okay. I guess um, cringe could have been defined different ways, but I thought my put po- my cringe moment was in the masterpiece when Cora had norman read a piece from um from reader's book and um, and uh, she says something she he reads something about life is for the taking if you only listen to the bidding of your heart and then um, norman says something like um, that's not really us chorus says it's about us but it's not about us is it and Rita is just crestfallen the look on her face you know Mm -hmm. and she says "Um, no I guess not you know but I mean she was so sad and he just wasn't getting it everyone was trying (laughs) to tell him and that was kind of cringeworthy and then of course she comforted Rita Mm -hmm. and I I heard one time that that wasn't in the script that um Delores actually that's that sign, that line that she had about you are sensational, or you are what was it? You are, you are magnificent. Mm. She put that line in, and they kept it because it oh. was so amazing. Oh. Yeah. So that was my cringe moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is pretty cringy when someone makes your crush read something that's about, about you. You. <laughs> so yeah. Cami, right. yeah. okay, mean, would you like to go next?
2: Actually, can I, can I go later? Cause I, I had a
3: three-way tie and that was one of them. So <laughs> I want to see if they can get whittled down. <laughs>
0: All right. So Jess, how about you go? Uh,
3: well, I had a two-way tie and I was hoping Candy would say, <laughs> 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 so I went out to choose, but um, I'm going to say, I think it edges it out a little bit. The porch conversation with Shane and Oliver. Oh, in the edge of forever, when it, the, oh, you just, what he says, you know, this is what friends are like, and she's like, I don't know, I never had a friend like you. Maybe you presume too much. It was like, oh, so, oh, it's like a dagger to the heart. There's just so much in that scene, and. Mm -hmm. it's hard to watch even though I know how it ends you know in the series it's still hard to watch each time
1: (laughs) but you know what's so great about that scene though is that it was absolutely necessary Mm -hmm. you know and uh, Martha doesn't step away from those those moments
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: he makes us look at them and it's not all pretty you know they're flawed characters and they get hurt and and that's why it takes a while for their stories to evolve you know they can't you know so I think that's one thing about that scene that's remarkable yeah I had
0: that for my biggest cringe moment I mean even though it was necessary it was just it was still really hard to watch especially just you know the the anger in Oliver was expressed so well that like even I wanted to like hide and a you know I don't know, under the porch I'd be like, you oh, know, pr- I'm going to pretend I like, I didn't do it. Like if I were Shane, I would be like, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> yeah. And it's like a fairly like calm anger. It's not like he just flies off the handle. You know what I mean? It's very well composed anger. And yeah, that's more almost depth. more frightening. I know, yes. It's like, well,
0: it's like, oh. <laughs> yes. It's like when you get in trouble by your parents, like when they're yelling, it's like, it's okay. But when they're like, Disappointed. disappointed in you. <laughs> it's like I'm so sorry, <laughs> you know. And that's how I felt. But I mean, again, like you said, Mary Beth, very necessary for their character development, for their relationship, and for Oliver to, you know, kind of let go a little bit. Um, very important. So, Cami. <laughs> oh
2: man, dang it! <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got a two way tie. Can I can I do that? Is that okay? Yeah. It, it, okay. So, one of them is, so how'd it go with the Broncos, (laughs) you you just go, Oh, (laughs) And, and then it's too late. He already stuck his foot in his mouth. And then, uh, the big one for me is the first time we see Rita dance. (laughs) <laughs> that's a train wreck that you just cannot look away from. You know? But I love it. It's I mean, great. I mean, I'm just like, oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> because it's not that kind of dancing. You know? It's True. ballroom dancing. And then she just goes off doing her whole thing. And I just go, oh, man. Just smack my
0: Forehead. She dances like my my Filipino aunties at weddings, like <laughs> <laughs> <And just> limbs are <laughs>
3: flying everywhere. Yes. <laughs> it's a very free spirited dance. Very yes, free spirited, free spirited, spirited dance. Kind of dance. <laughs> and, um, I can't believe so. So I had two, and I thought for sure someone would take this other one. Nobody said when Oliver listens to Shane and Becky talking oh, about him in oh, the oh, like with the book, oh. and his shoulders are all like, oh, what do I do?
1: that was a great scene too Mm -hmm. i love
3: that eric did it so well like you can see like was so uncomfortable oh my
2: gosh i didn't even consider that cringeworthy i don't i think i was listening for lines i think i was listening for Mm -hmm. a best line or considering that as a candidate for the best shane in all of (laughs) her moments
1: Well, that scene doesn't really make us cringe. We just watch him, him cringe cringe. Mm-hmm. cringe for Oliver.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> We're <laughs> laughing too
0: hard. Oh, oh, good
2: call. Good call, yeah. Jess. I didn't even think of that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those are some, I mean, you know, cringe is a very diverse kind of word, but I think we've covered a lot of cringing moments whether it was for the character or for ourselves so (laughs) great job you guys (laughs) all right so the next topic we have is hashtag norita (laughs) top norman and rita moments cammy would you like to go first
2: sure why not (laughs) (laughs) he's like i have a 10-way tie (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh okay um I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with the bug. No, that's
1: mine. (gasps) Do do you
2: want, do you want me to say, do you want me to say my other one? Yes. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll say my other one and you can go with the bug. I'm a scientist. (laughs) I get the bug. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll say my other one. Um, when they're standing in line for the marriage license. Oh, that was mine. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) balls. <laughs> hey, I think that this shows just how in tune we are with each other yes. and how great the series is that we can pick out these awesome moments and they're all the same.
0: Well, let's just talk about those two moments then. Okay.
2: Why don't we?
0: <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about the bug. And, you know, why y'all you know, pick that one.
2: Well, and that's kind of a two-parter because you have his quiet support. I just, I like, I like the quiet support better when, than when he tells her about the bug, you Mm -hmm. know, just because you got Miss Squash up there (laughs) in the front and all he does is clear his throat and hold up the pinchers. Mm -hmm. And it seems like such a dumb gesture but because we know what it means mm-hmm. it's that much more and you know that just that that moment means that moment of quiet support just i'm here you're unsquashable go for it it's just i, I love it i love that moment
0: what about so- you too? I was yeah. gonna
3: say, um, I actually like it for the opposite reason. I I like when he tells her about the bug more oh, than he quiets. Clients- <laughs> that's you know, okay that's we gotta have some we gotta have a different opinion somewhere <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're different people we, we've talked about this so um oh, yes we have first of all well i'm a scientist so i love the nerdiness of the fact that he thinks of this bug and if somebody comes up to me and tells me about this bug and that's way, i'd probably just marry them right then and there like, <laughs> oh. you hear that fellas <laughs> they're talking to me about the, the south pacific tree lobster guys okay um <laughs> And I, that's how you get her blood <laughs> pumping. <laughs> <Woo>. No, um, <laughs> Rita so, too,
1: apparently. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. But I love it because so like uh, at least up through the series, Norman is so out of tune. So I'm not out of tune, but he has, him and Rita have a hard time communicating and being on the same page. Kind of like with yeah. the book thing. And, absolutely. And he just overhears the conversation and he just, in this very adorable Norman, slightly quirky, you know, n- nerdish way, knows exactly what to say in a way that is, is unique to him, because it's, it's that bug and no one else but Norman would think of that. But it also, is something so profound that would affect, to help Rita and know just how amazing she is, because who doesn't love a bug like that? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mary Beth? You wanted me to do the, the same scene?
1: Um, Was that your pick or? Well, it was one of mine, but I have have a few more. But I also love the speech that Rita does after that. It is just amazing. And what I love about the speech that she gives afterwards is that it can apply to any of us. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff that you take away from Sign Still Delivered and remember that, you know, if you believe you're unsquashable, you can do just about anything. You don't worry about the problems. You just dream about the future. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, you know, I think is just uh, a beautiful scene. Yeah. But and I also love the scene where, where um, she introduces him to Ramon and Ramon ties his tie in a oh. uh, treasure chest. <laughs> this is my Norman. I mean, I work with Norman. and <laughs> tie tied. <laughs>
0: I think that's just
1: hilarious
0: too, but anyway, go ahead yeah yeah I, with with this unsquashable thing, I think too it shows their growth together, um because at first in the pilot, Norman is terrified of Rita and his feelings for her, and she is almost like terrified of him too, so to see them just you know starting to click and starting to have their own like language that they're speaking is super fun, and to see their confidence grow is it's amazing and that's just the beginning for those two um more to come of course
2: well and then take it a step further and he gives her the stuffed animal Mm -hmm. of a crab which is Mm -hmm. totally adorable you know, no. I, says, I love you like crabs. <laughs> I, I wrote that down as my favorite postable line. And then I thought, no, postable doesn't say it. I probably can't count that.
3: <laughs> Honorary postable. Honorary postable. <laughs> okay. Are we going to talk about the, uh, are we going to talk about the courthouse
2: now getting, yes. the, getting the marriage license? Yes. <laughs> so. I love that scene simply for, oh, actually for a lot of reasons, you know, but the fact that Rita is still in her bombshell mode and you got Mr. Nerd right next to her and Casey Manderson plays the clerk so well. It's such a tiny little part, but he does so much with it and just this is your fiance your lucky man <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know you can tell he's totally jealous and then how and then how Rita you know he says fiance and she just did he just did he just uh, yes i am <laughs> <You know? laughs> just takes his arm and no no, I'm the lucky one, you know, she just gets all swoony, <laughs> pretending for a minute that this is real. <laughs> and then of course, Norman completely breaks the mood and goes, double
1: trouble.
0: <laughs> that was mine too, was when they start the double wedding, double trouble, and they start laughing because they're like, huh, ha. huh. <laughs> it just
3: makes me you laugh You're like school children just giggling together yes! <laughs> yes. so precious i love that scene
0: Oh, my oh man. all right so let's move on to our top oliver and shane moments.
2: okay can i just say that picking the norman and rita moment and the oliver and shane moment these were really, really hard because their big moments mm-hmm. happen in the movies, and so trying to separate the movies from the series and go, okay, what Shane and Oliver moment do I like from just the series? Oh my gosh, it was hard. I'm like. <laughs> Because everything's kind of building up until mm-hmm. the movies, and so yeah, this was this was very difficult for me.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like phase one of their relationship too. So mm-hmm.
2: phase zero point one. <laughs> well, everybody has, talking a, it. If we're talking in Oliver terms, you well, know I mean, mean everybody <laughs> has a
0: relationship, whether it's them just no, being coworkers or them going to friends or them having feelings. So it's like you know. Um. Know. <laughs> But I'm I'm gonna start
1: with um, Mary Beth. What would uh, you say? I really love their dance in um, the pilot. Oh, oh yeah! Yes. I just thought pilot. that was that was such an amazing scene. Um, just the, the how they started talking. I mean, she invited him to dance, and then he just opened up and. Um, Invited her to open up and just the dip with the word that um, The issue, you know, Mm -hmm. it just uh, you know He saw in her someone who was on his intellectual level and who spoke You know the way he liked it I just thought that was a wonderful dance and then how he gave her the clue for finding out how to find out Charlie and Kelly's Mm -hmm. website
2: Yeah, I thought that
1: was a pretty great moment very early in the mm-hmm. series so established yeah. the chemistry right away
0: <laughs> it, yeah it definitely did I almost forgot about that moment and for Oliver it's almost interesting that he opened up so early on and then closes right back up closes
1: right back up yep
0: but yeah that that was pretty swoon worthy for yeah, sure that
1: was a swoon worthy moment <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right okay. Jess
3: I was gonna say the really obvious one, but I'm gonna change my answer. No, 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 no. Say the obvious one. Come on. No, because someone else is gonna say it. I have a better one. Well, not a better one, but um, I am gonna choose instead um, when they're at the mailbox grill and um, he says, "I don't want a nice lady. I want you." <laughs> <laughs> I, that was one of my choices. I love that line. <laughs> and he's like, "You're not entirely without grace." Be,
0: Be still, still, my mild. beating heart. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And he's like, "Reel it back in. Take back the words. Can't take the mean... words. So I'm just gonna do a mild <laughs> insult. <laughs> I'm gonna become Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> word. <laughs> oh man. So Cammy, what about you? Uh, all right.
2: I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the obvious one for you. Are oh you good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is uh it was a it was a a a tie between the two. I gotta go with the vault. I the flirting? The
3: flirting! <laughs>
2: I couldn't resist (laughs) flirting in the vault, but no, I cannot pick a single moment in the vault. Just the vault. The, Um.
0: The vault
2: is so incredible. And there's not, there's not a single kiss. There's a hug because she's breaking down crying, but it's not really a romantic hug. It's Mm -mm, more of a, she's desperate and he's calming her down. Mm -hmm. So, but, oh my, mm! (laughs) it just, it fills me with such emotion. It just, it really gets, it really gets the juices going. I don't, I don't know how they pulled off making a scene that could have been so boring so compelling Mm -hmm. you know it just and just the back and the forth and how they're reading the letters and then he looks straight at her when he (laughs) says will you marry me casey (laughs) 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 but yeah i just
0: i gotta go with the whole vault yeah that yes be still my heart for real Mm, really i'm telling you All right. Okay, Casey, say the one we're all All thinking of. (laughs) It's the dance in the DLO. I wrote that one down. I watched it three times today. (laughs) And so
2: it goes, and so it goes.
0: (laughs) Oh, Man. Um, me the
3: fan. I do, In
0: oh. and out. In and out. Ooh. In and out. <laughs> I do need a fan. I the first time I watched it, I was very like surprised at how quickly it just went from a platonic dance to a romantic dance.
2: To a not so platonic dance. And-
0: <laughs> the reason why I watched that scene multiple times today is because I wanted to see up close, like, when was the turn? Like, when did it go from, like, oh, we're just, you know, doing this for a recital to bam. Um, and I, you can tell, like, there's the very, very beginning. It's like, okay, Oliver, Oliver is like, I'm just going to do this because whatever, Shane's like, yeah, I'm doing this because this is fun, And then you see kind of like, oh yeah, we're kind of, we're, we're doing a really good job. And then there's a moment where like, he gets really close to her and it looks like he's like taking in the senses. And that's when everything started changing. Cause you can see Eric, maybe is like, he kind of tightens up just a little bit and you can kind of see within his movements, like he's struggling not to let his feelings out. And, like, you can see, like, there's internal turmoil there, more for him. And then with Shane, you can see when they get also really close and they're face-to-face this time. Because for Oliver, I think it was more when he was behind her and, he, like, they were doing that move. I yeah. think that was, like, really when it was starting to, like, evolve for him. And I think for Shane, it's when they got really close up I, before he, like, swooned. her like, go. yeah. And before he lifts her too, like he does that spin thing and then they're like really close and then they go dance and then right before he um, lets her go, is like, you can tell Shane's like, I don't know what just happened here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm supposed to like it. Because he's married. Um, and then also, too, with um, Oliver leaving, like, he he looks at her twice, like, and it's, like, a brief glance, like, I'm a gentleman, I'm going to look you in the eye to say goodbye, and I'm going to just, like, get out of there <laughs> real fast. So, um, yes. And then I wrote the lines, too, where, um, from, and so it goes, where I feel like Oliver, um, likes he starts getting those feelings. Every time I held a rose, I only felt the thorns, right? Mm-hmm. It was very like important there and then also the dip bless up for the dip so,
1: all right <laughs> i'm good don't you guys love the way martha uses dancing metaphorically too mm. like i mean we're going to go ahead to the movies but you know the dancing is just the metaphor of their relationship It's just brilliant hmm mm-hmm. For sure.
2: You know, another, this isn't the moment that it turned for me, but it was kind of an after effect of the turning. If you notice when they start the dance, th- this is kind of hard to do with just me, but <laughs> <laughs> if you notice when they start the dance, they're, they're holding hands like this, you know, he's, he's, in the proper, mm-hmm. he's in the proper posture with his hand, just holding onto hers. When he pulls her up from the dip, it's, he's cradling her hand and that brings them in closer. And I mean, they are close enough to kiss right there, right. you know, and cause, and just that tiny little, we used to have, we used to have a joke, um, where I went to school that, uh, we called it, um, premarital interdigitation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you hold hand, when you hold hands with someone like this, no big deal but when you do this that's that's moving it to the next level so it was just just a joke around the campus but sir but seriously when he starts dancing with her he's just like this and then by the time he brings her up it's like this and he's holding her instead of holding the pose and just go hello you know (laughs)
0: Yes. Can you Ooh. breathe now, Casey? <laughs> I'm good. Casey I'm good. needs a minute. A <laughs> minute. <laughs> Man. And I know, I think also, too, because I've heard this um, from uh, other interviews that Kristen's done who's the better dancer between her and Eric? <laughs> she is. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one that she did with kenny um she did an interview with Kenny, I think last year, and he yep. says who's the better who who's the better dancer and she or is it she is eric asked. a be- is Eric a good dancer that's what he asks, and she pauses like <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Should yeah. I tell the truth?"
3: <laughs> of yeah, yeah, <course>. he's great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that makes me laugh, but it just shows amazing work for them. Because I mean, dancing is hard stuff—footwork, mm-hmm. eye work, coordination, emotion, everything. So, um, yeah,
2: when when dancing is a pivotal part of a scene, mm-hmm. that I mean, it's not just dancing in a competition you know you've got to have everything on point at the right point
1: you know it's Mm -hmm. just
2: yeah it's for sure
1: it takes a lot of work we had to do that quite a few times yeah i believe it Mm -hmm. there was even in the practice dance scenes in the masterpiece and the soulmates they had some nice little dance Mm -hmm. moments
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they have done quite a few and I hope we get some more. I do too.
2: <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine the two of them dancing at their wedding reception? Oh my gosh. That would be so that would, that would bring, I could, I could die happy. You know, <laughs> yeah. seeing, seeing that come full circle and of course that's going to be their song. It better be
0: their song. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: <laughs> if um, that is not their song, I am going to be mad.
0: <laughs> Jess, here's a mop. <laughs> Cause Cause I, I need I <laughs> <laughs> need a
3: couple mops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that might be wise. Yes, <laughs> we're
0: already gone. We're already melted. We're already gone. <laughs> All right. So our next category is best possible line quotes.
1: Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I love the line in the pilot when Oliver tells uh, Shane that coincidence is the middle name of the almighty. I often quote that line to other people. You know, like, I take that line away from me. And I, I think since then, Martha's used words like trust the timing and divine delivery. Mm-hmm. And um, Oliver says in one of the movies, I don't really believe in coincidence. But to me, that line is just, um, it's what the whole series is about. You mm-hmm. know, believing that what's happening, like the letters don't, we don't find the letters, the letters find us.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah. I just, I love that line. I think it's just really beautiful.
0: So, Yeah, that one's so good. What about you, Jess?
1: Um, <laughs>
3: so for me, a lot of my favorite lines actually come from the movies. So I took this more just like lines that really amused me. Um, <laughs> my first one is actually not my real answer. It's my, ha- or it's my Postables adjacent answer <laughs> because it's not really a Postables. He says it is shady <laughs> from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) but my real answer my real answer (laughs) is um in time to start living at the very end where they're like sylvia you're under arrest for trafficking and obstruction of justice and oliver's like "and stealing Stealing (laughs) i almost wrote that down
2: (laughs) Uh, i
0: love it that one's good
1: He picks up an uh, an orange instead of the gun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny, so funny.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Okay, I guess it's my turn. It is. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, can, can I say a couple? Sure. <laughs> oh goody. Okay. So, all right, Jess, you're going to appreciate this one. Zip zap. Boom. I say that all the time, I <laughs> forgot about that one, I say that all the time. Though. Zip, zap, boom, that's gonna be a t-shirt. <laughs> that's got to be a t-shirt, now. <laughs> right, right now.
0: I'm writing right it down. <laughs> um, I,
2: I also love, it's a red letter day, Oliver O'Toole stood corrected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I had to write all of these down. Um, Of course, nothing says I love you like crabs, but technically that was not a postable who said that. Oh, okay. So I love when Oliver says the saddest words are those that are left unspoken. That's kind of my serious one. And then when Shane says, if she doesn't want him, I'll take him. (laughs) 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 And soulmates. I love that. Just... Wow, this guy can talk. Okay, need boyfriend,
0: I'll take him, you <laughs> know. Not me, Shane. Not me. So funny. Um I have a couple. Um my one was the the masterpiece when Oliver says, I don't want a nice lady. I want you. You and I have danced together before and you are not entirely without grace. Oh, be still my heart. Um, just cracks me up. Also... See, that's, um, that's,
2: the, that's the thing is so many... You can't really do one-liners from the series mm-hmm. because they, they're conversations that that go together that make us laugh so much. Yeah. Or that make us
0: cry. I'm just like, how do I pick one liner? <laughs> my other one is when he calls her Cheryl and Shane come back Shane pilot. <laughs> so funny. Um and then my postable adjacent one, because I mean again when I came up with these categories, I was pulling out of a hat. I was like, "It'll be fine." And then I had to actually do them, and I was like, "Oh, ooh, there's kind <laughs> of a lot here." Um, this one's postable adjacent, but it gets me every time. It's in the future me when um, Ellie's dad says somebody had to bring the stars tonight. Oh. That one, it's just, it's so. Casey's so a sucker for sweet. the father-daughter thing. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> But um, did Maribeth? Did you have, have any I have more? one more
1: favorite one. Yeah, and that's that's in uh, Hope in a Future, and um, Norman is talking to his grandmother in the mine, and he's telling about how he used to like to play. Um, um, what was he playing? Um, Temple of Doom, Indiana, and Temple of Doom, and he got stuck in the closet, right. and he cried and screamed, and when he went down and laid down, he saw the sliver of light. Mm-hmm. And now no matter how dark it gets, light will always find a way in. And I think that's a pretty cool, cool, cool line too. Yeah. For the postables. Yeah. There's Beautiful. always the
2: classic, we do occasionally
1: push the envelope. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: that's another good one. All righty. So our second to last category is the favorite letter story. Oh, this one was easy.
2: <laughs> to whom it may concern, hands down, mm-hmm. I love all of them, but that one is just, oh, that that one is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there it has so much heart, and uh, Mary Beth, I don't know if you heard this, but it was almost I said this when we did the recap it was almost more compelling to me because it wasn't a romantic story which is yeah. weird because i'm such a hopeless romantic you know you would think that the romantic stories get me more but and they could have easily made her older and they could have easily made it a, a romantic story but they didn't and just mm-hmm. i don't know the fact that the fact that she tried so hard to find somebody that saved her life, but she looked at him like a big brother Mm -hmm. instead of, instead of a love interest. It was, it just, it meant more. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, I loved the fact that when they go, when she runs off that stage. I mean, she can't get off that stage fast enough and she just charges at him and jumps in his arms. You couldn't have pulled those two apart for anything, but it wasn't romance. You know, right. it just, it, it just, it meant more. It was even more compelling to
1: me because mm-hmm. it wasn't a romantic story. I yeah. love the, I just noticed it when I watched rewatched it, how um, he started saying "F" is for family, and she was sad about that because her family wasn't around anymore. Mm-hmm. So she he changed it. To, she changed it to "F" is for friend. Mm-hmm. And when she was up in the helicopter, that part of the um, that part of the mm-hmm. pillowcase was over her eyes. Friend.
2: That was in so- my cry-worthy moments.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but back in when she graduated. He said, F is for friend, and she said, no, F is for family. Mm-hmm. I just love that carry-through. It's yeah. perfection. Yeah. yeah. I Absolutely. love Sue in
3: that one. Um, uh, I'm going to butcher the quote because I can't remember word for word. But I watched you- it today. I'll help you. Okay. Yeah, that's like what Oliver <laughs> says, something along the lines of, like, so I think it's Oliver, so often we like take for granted the privilege to be, just to be able to learn how to read and to write Um. Um, in this day and age of tweets and
2: texts and abbreviated thought, so many don't appreciate the value of learning, learning to, read to read or write. something yeah. to that effect.
1: So
2: it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. It is. It's really, and you know, just the fact that someone who believed in someone didn't believe in the rhetoric in the war to not do something for this girl changed her whole life and this girl carried that gratitude all the way back into her own life and she's taking care of underprivileged kids you know it's it's the um impact we can have on one another mm-hmm. is yeah. what's so wonderful
0: yeah and I mean, that one too, you have, you have diversity, you have PTSD, you know, soldier PTSD. I mean, there are a lot of heavy topics in that one and it's just done so beautifully. And that's the one that, that, that one makes me cry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of them do, but that one was the first one that I was like, oh, my heart. Um, all right. So the one I have written down is the treasure box. Um, and that's uh-huh. the one with. The letter and the flirting that you know. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. The what? The what? The
0: 61 percent of the people. But I still need Eric to confirm. Oh, whatever. Kristen <laughs> but, did it. Like, Kristen <laughs> confirmed it. From a female perspective, of course, she. She would want Oliver to flirt with her. I just want oh. to know if Oliver was actually flirting with her, <laughs> beknownst to himself. She said the f
2: word. She said <laughs> flirting. <laughs>
3: This is gonna be on our tombstones. It was learning, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I love that they took the letters and you know read it to each other, and uh, it was it was such a surprise at the end too to find out that the letters were from 1908, not mm-hmm. 2008. That, that should have been our surprise. biggest
2: surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been our biggest surprise moment. I I had no idea. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just so beautifully done. And, you know, I, I just, I love it. Mm. I love it so much. And I love the fact that too, they could have done, um, they could have just done flashbacks of Catherine and Jonathan, meeting like you can hear the voiceover of Oliver and Shane reading the letters and then we see it but we don't see it because that's not the focus right. um and so I thought it was really well done so that would be the one I wrote down we'll see if anybody says the one I was thinking myself and I,
1: I love the fact that Rita gets the Miss uh um, special delivery at the yeah. end too they packed a lot into that episode mm-hmm. they did and uh it was short <laughs> but it was really meaningful so I mm-hmm. it was cool yeah. And
3: of course, Norman's friends don't leave friends locked in bank vaults. Yes, yeah, that's another
1: good Postable line. Yes. <laughs> oh
3: my goodness, that that needs to be a T-shirt,
2: Casey. Yeah, <laughs> friends don't leave friends locked in bank vaults, and put a picture of
3: a vault. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll write that one down.
3: There you
0: go. Start a list, <laughs> Jess.
3: <laughs> All right. I put, um, I did have to who would make concern as one of the two, um, because it is one of my favorites, but also I put dark of night. Um, I know, I don't want to say you were going to do that one. (laughs) I don't want to say people don't like it, but I think they do. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I don't want to say undervalued, but you know, it's a heavier topic and people don't always want to see that, um, especially in something from Hallmark. And what I love about it is that it has such a message of like, hope and a theme of redemption versus revenge and just that you can come back from something all these horrible things happening to you and and still still live and still have hope for your future and especially in today's world i think that's the message that we need to hear is that there's hope and there's there's redemption yeah absolutely
1: okay and one of my favorite ones is of Bobby and Ellie future me Mm -hmm. um I just think that that is first of all the two actors who played in that were just really great but I think that um I know there's one a postable who has a um down syndrome son and her whole community was alerted that Martha was going to be writing this and they really came behind her because you don't see you know topics like that done very much on TV. We
2: talked about that when we did the recap,
1: they don't do that very often. And um, I think that this is one of the remarkable things about Science So Delivered is that Martha doesn't shy away from these things. I mean, she even did the, the one about um, the edge of forever was about the 9-11 attack. and the impact Mm -hmm. it has on people and you know it either brings you together or separates you and the girls were separated they didn't talk about it but anyway i think that that was a pretty standout one too about the conflict between parents and it's a very tough topic but she handled it and she did it well and um i liked that episode yeah um
0: I'm going to say my second one real quick because nobody mentioned it, but my runner up was The Masterpiece, really, um, which is kind of unconventional. But again, I will say, usually with Hallmark, it's predictable. So father, son, they have a fallout. Father, son, reunite. All is well. All is happy in the world. But with this one, Danny had passed away and he, he passed away died. three years prior And so it, that is, it was done so well. It was the the writing was amazing because you actually, you, you felt for both parties at different points and it really just, you know, brought in a lot of different emotions and there was a redemption in the, in the granddaughter and, you know, uh, he could reunite with that family and still have a part of his son, but through his granddaughter. And I thought that was just so beautiful um but yeah that one was another one for me it it's kind of a gruff one because the dad is like super uh, frustrating in the beginning but at the end when it's all tied together it's it is that's, beautiful. A beautiful that's story. so real
1: i mean there are very many dads who are not happy if their kids don't follow in their footsteps yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's really a very real issue in the world Mm-hmm. it is yeah, and it's hard sure. to talk to your dad because you know he mm-hmm. wants you to do he's he thinks you should appreciate what he's done for you all your life and you just, just can't see he can't see the calling
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so yeah.
3: I also really love in that one um where Oliver says you each took the other silence as more rejection exactly. and just like how true it is we assume something and it just adds to our grief or our or hurt and when it never needed to. We just well, that's where it's classic hallmark is they do mm-hmm. the whole assuming thing.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so. All right. So our last topic of the podcast is the best postables moments. Who would like the challenge to go first? I got this one. All right, oh. go.
3: It's when Rita Norman are, we're the Postables. And they just come up with the name and they're, I, I just love how like their child, like Glee, they're like, oh my gosh, we're like secret agents. Like, uh, uh, and all those names they come up with, a uh, task force one or like whatever. And <laughs> oh, oh, the Postables. <laughs> I, I love that because it's when they become the Postables and mm-hmm. um, I, it's its great. I love it. That
1: was one of mine. Yeah. That was one of mine, yep. That was one of mine too. <laughs> Mary Beth, you want to go? Um, okay, I, let me see. I like the moment where, um, and again, this is a, the, I'm thinking of them as the family, the, uh, the family, when Oliver oh. starts tearing up when he's reading Samilla's letter, and um, Shane kind of perks up and comes over to him and says, Oliver, are you okay? And she picks the, takes the letter from him and starts reading for him. And then um, he kind of composes himself. And then when she gets to the part where there's a college, she gives it back to him and she goes down her computer and he continues the reading of the letter. But to me, it just shows the seamless teamwork with which they're starting to develop and their concern for one another. And I liked that moment Mm
0: -hmm.
1: among all the others I wrote down. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cammie?
2: I've got, I've got a funny one and a serious one. And my biggest problem is I kept looking for moments that had all four of them. It's like, okay, I've got a really good one that there's two of them. I've got a really good (laughs) one that there's uh, three of them. So I, I, yeah, I was having trouble with that, but my funny one is when they're spying on Oliver. It just, <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, I, I, I mean, technically that does involve all four of them, but it's really mm-hmm. the three and just the, the, the bloop, bloop, bloop of their heads appearing. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> I seriously thought that Shane was going to Bang Norman in the head by accident because their heads were so close. I seriously wonder if that was an outtake if, they, if the two of them banged heads. But um, I just yeah I love that mo- I love that moment when they're spying on Oliver. And then my serious one is when they're reading Michael Wheeler's letter. I mean uh, when they're reading Melissa's. Mm -hmm. letter it's all four of them they're all together they all feel the severity of it um (laughs) norman asks oliver if he can have one of his Mm -hmm. yoo-hoos it's it's just a very it's a very sweet very Mm -hmm. special very important moment yeah with them coming together as a team for sure that, and when Shane's on the computer, and t- 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 and all three of them were just gathered around her, so you have all four of them mm-hmm. committing a felony, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nothing says family like committing a felony. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <know>? <laughs>
3: We don't know any hackers. No. <laughs> That's
0: a movie, Jess.
3: That's one of the movies.
0: <laughs> I wrote down for my best Postables moment is when they won the Dark of Night Award. No. I thought of that too. And for me, it just sealed their bond as a team because you have all these you know you have shane who's an outlier at the very beginning you have you know rita norman who are very quirky you have oliver who is very old-fashioned and very like straight laced and stiff and everything like you have these four characters who you wouldn't think would have a bond and you wouldn't think they that they'd get along but somehow it all works together and you know that was the that was the moment where it was just like starting to click for everybody and then just seeing that their work that they had done you know got them the dark of night award and seeing you know the surprise in norman and rita's face and just to see the shock on oliver and you know the delight in shane it it just it just sealed those four together like as an ensemble i mean you know you can't break them up type of thing and i don't know it's just it's such a good it's such a good scene such a good scene especially knowing how much the dark of night award um like how much that means to oliver because his you know his grandfather had received that award and his grandfather was his hero um and you know we find out later that his dad also received the dark of night award but at this moment he doesn't doesn't know know it it, and he's not you know speaking with his dad and you know his grandfather is the hero and that's who he had aspired to be with but that was mine. That was my top
1: moment. And then the next in the next movie at the dark in the Miss uh, Special Delivery contest too, they're all together cheering for Rita. And they kind of carry on that family. And, you know, Shane takes Oliver's hand and says, Do that thing you do. Do that thing you do. Because, because she was because Norman said she didn't know thirteen. But then <laughs> she looked and she said, Oh, I better not hold his hand. So then she held Norman's hand. But, You know the way they cheered together was Mm -hmm. carrying on. You know the family they were that they had become. Yeah, absolutely for sure.
0: All right, you guys, we did it. We (laughs) we covered all of it. Yes, with lots of variety and lots of laughs and lots of fun. Anything else you want to shout out about the series? Love it. Yes, yeah. we want more. <laughs> we want more. Yes, we do. We, you know, we all love Sign Steel Delivered. We want to see this podcast continue, and we have lots of ideas, lots of fun things coming down the pipeline for you guys. But in the meantime, rewatch with Post I think it's every Friday. I believe, um, and look for that on Twitter and on Facebook. Join the Postables Facebook group. Um, you get lots of um, lots of encouraging words there, and you know lots of fun announcements as well as on Twitter. Make sure you hashtag Postables. Also, we do have a merch store at the Hallmarkies Podcast. And we have a lot of postables merch. So you can buy a t-shirt, you can buy a sticker, you can buy a tumbler, a coffee mug, a notebook, a pillow. Um, It's not just t-shirts. So I know some people are like, oh, I don't need another article of clothing. Well, we have (laughs) stickers. I think they're like 350. So yeah, go check that out. Um, There are lots of quotes and there's also two um, designs love me like Oliver loves Shane and Love Me Like Norman loves Rita. Those are two of my favorite that I did. Um,
3: oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> along with others.
0: So go ahead and check those out as well. Here's the
3: the sticker. I have one. Hey, but, I just happen to have one here. Yes. This could be <laughs> yours.
1: <laughs> so I have a mug and a pillow. I have two mugs and a pillow. <gasps> oh, nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which designs do you have for the mug and pillow? I have postables. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, Shane, and Nor- Shane and Oliver and Norman and Rita. Oh, yes. Lisa and that's the pillow that. I have, too.
0: Oh, yes. Lisa, yes. our friend, did that one. Um, she was one of our co-hosts who designed that one. So she did an amazing job. So shout out to Lisa on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So Marybeth, where can people find
1: you online? Um, well, online, I'm Mary Beth. M-K-P-Ruds on Twitter. Awesome.
0: And mm-hmm. Jess, where can people find you?
3: You can find me at Jess BSW blog on Instagram and Twitter and my website is live again at BenistaWaters.com. and I have to transfer everything manually because I, I um, put my site on new hosts. So I'm manually transferring content but I'm hoping to have my two shallower posts back up soon and hopefully since there's a lot of new postables they can read it for the first time.
0: Yay. Yay. All right. And Cami, where can people find you? You can
2: find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl, Cammie spelled K A M I, on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com.
0: All righty. And then you can find me on Twitter at HallmarkMyWords. And you can find this podcast at DeliverMeApod on Twitter, DeliverMeApodcast on Instagram. And be sure to follow the Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast on Twitter on Instagram as well. Um, rate, review, subscribe, give us those five stars on iTunes. It helps people find our podcast, um, and also on YouTube as well. And we do have, um, cause I know a lot of people have been asking, well, how can I find the deliver me a podcast series since we are integrated with the Hallmarkies podcast? If you go to hallmarkiespodcast.com, go to the menu and then go to bonuses. And then from there, you'll see a link to the YouTube um, playlist of all our episodes that we've done for Deliver Me A Podcast, starting at the pilot up until this episode. So right now we will have the pilot, the series, Kristen's interview, and this discussion. So that's an easy way to find it. Um, But yeah, just let us know what you think. Shout out to us on um, the socials. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a great one, everybody. We will see you guys next week for some other special fun surprises. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Bye.